You hear it a lot thrown around that that was the worst thing ever, or that was the worst movie of all time. But what really constitutes someone having that much animosity toward a movie? Well, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be asking everyone what is the worst movie they've ever seen and why do they feel that way on today's episode of Behind Every Story. What's up, everybody? My name's Jason, and this is Behind Every Story. If this is your first time with us, let me explain what's happening. I love stories. From comic books to books to bad movies to good movies, songs, jokes, sitting around a campfire with your friends, or sitting in an audience being enveloped in a story with a group of people. I love hearing stories. And even more than that, I love hearing the stories behind those stories. This is the proverbial director's commentary on the movie of life. This is episode number five of the COVID-50. And before we begin, a quick note of warning. The topics we explore on this show may not be suitable for all listeners. The podcast deals with real people and real stories. These stories may contain and deal with graphic language, adult themes, sexual content, and violence. Listener discretion is advised. When you get in a conversation with damn near anyone, it's very easy to see that everyone loves movies. Whether they're super into films, or whether they're just, hey, I watched a movie last night. Everyone likes movies. But on the flip side, I've noticed that a lot of people will say things like, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. And it's often movies that I don't expect them to say. So it kind of dawned on me that a lot of people might not be watching the same kinds of movies. And let's be honest, there are so many films out there that if you were to watch every one and never a duplicate from the day you were born to the day you die, you would never be able to even begin to see the horizon of how many movies there actually are. So for the chance of some of them being not so good, that's probably pretty high. So I usually love to ask people what their favorite movies are. And it's very hard, I think, for anyone to pinpoint down one exact film because we're feeling different for different reasons at different times in our lives that movies have a giant impact of that. I like to ask people what their favorite films are. And it doesn't have to be the top five or top three. I just love to hear them because I think I understand people if I know what kind of films they love. But even more so, I think I get a bigger, deeper understanding of someone if I get to learn about what movies they don't like. So, for example, I was standing outside with my neighbor the other day, and we were talking about movies. Movies that she had seen, movies her husband liked, and she said her husband likes the worst movies of all time. And, of course, my ears perked up. I wanted to know what she considered were the worst movies. After breaking down and trying to remember what the names of the movies were, so basically she considered all the movies made by Monty Python to be the worst movies ever made. So it's in these kind of situations I really want to ask, without sounding like a total jerk, why do you consider that a bad movie? The production value was high, it has really good actors in it, the director was competent, the editing was good, and the score was excellent. Seemingly everything about the movie is 
pretty dang good if you take into consideration a movie in Monty Python's catalog like The Holy Grail, but she didn't like it because it wasn't her type of humor, which is understandable. But for someone like me, I love films. I love a lot of different types of films. So for the last 15 or so years, I've gathered a, for lack of a better term, a fascination and almost an admiring aspect of very bad movies. Because I come from a film background and because I've drenched my film education with really tremendous movies that are groundbreaking and awe-inspiring to watch and they make you want to go create something as soon as you're done watching it, to go and watch someone who has zero competence about what they're doing makes it really enjoyable. It makes it really fun to watch. For instance, a movie called The Room, which I think everyone by now probably should know what it is. It has been quoted as the worst movie ever made. But if you watch it, some of the acting is not that bad. The camera work isn't terrible. The coloring isn't bad. Uh, there is a score. There is a soundtrack. And yes, the direction and the editing is uh, hard <laughs> to deal with at times. But I think when you start going down a rabbit hole of what is the worst you start understanding what the worst actually means. Um, I'm a big fan of these movies like Birdemic or Suburban Sasquatch, where the filmmaker who made the film probably borrowed or bought a $30 camera from a pawn shop and made the movie over a weekend or two without a script. It's obvious that these quote-unquote bad movies, they tried really hard. And I think that's the number one ingredient. Mike from Red Letter Media says it best. The movie almost feels aspect. like an intentional joke. Like, But that's the whole thing with Danzig, I guess, is that he's not self-aware at how silly he kind of is. That, Jay, the lack of self-awareness is the key ingredient in, in the cake batter of a bad, <laughs> so bad it's good movie, is the, is the director is oblivious. Yeah. Uh, that they are making something bad and they are passionate about about making um, something serious and good and telling an artistic vision. You Tommy Wiseau's, you know, like... Say, shut up! Cool it. Shut it's up! Over. It's over! It's not over. Everybody betrayed me. I fed up with this world. Now, what movie do I consider the worst? Well, that lies in how you look at it. Again, is it a movie that is made incompetently, only they tried? Similar to Birdemic, where he really tried to put a message out there, but just was unsure about how he made it. The soundbite you're about to hear is exactly how it is in the movie. You're going to hear audio blips. You're going to hear dips in the audio where it sounds like it literally cuts out. But that's actually part of the movie. And it's part of the reason why I enjoy this. Mostly because... Anyone who works in film or pretty much has watched a film um, understands that you need to have the audio consistent. So when the audio rises or dips too low or literally just cuts out, it kind of throws us for a loop and we wonder what the hell is going on. So to me, and I think a lot of other people out there, this is where the comedy comes from. I'll be right back with you. 
Yeah. So, uh, what do you do? Uh, I'm a fashion model. Again, that audio cutting out was not a malfunction or on my end. That's literally part of the movie. Another aspect of why I enjoy these movies is the seemingly horrendous writing. And the reason I use the word seemingly is because that's how I feel. It doesn't have to be bad for everyone. It's just how I view it. And again, that's why I enjoy it. So let's take a quick listen to pretty bad dialogue, at least in my opinion. And a beautiful one, too. It's good talking to you. Same here. Again, it was nice talking to you. Woohoo! What's with all the noise? Caught the big fish. Yeah? How big was the sale? One million dollars. Awesome, man! So, how's your day? My day's going well. How's yours? Great. I made a big sale today. Good. Fantastic. Thanks. Or do you look at a movie like The Last Star Wars movie or Ready Player One, where it's hundreds of millions of dollars to create this. There's so many cooks in the kitchen that they all have their fingers in it. And instead of speaking to that one audience that they're really trying to go for, they're trying to appease everyone in the theater seats. And I think this, at least in my opinion, is where movies fail. Without knowing your audience and without knowing what you're trying to say to them, and by trying to make it universally appealing, I think that's where the filmmakers fail. So to me, a movie like Ready Player One or the last Star Wars film are just abysmal. And this is coming from a giant Star Wars fan and a giant Ready Player One of the book fan. It's the only book I've read three times and I've loved it more each time I've read it. The movie, unfortunately, did not get to encapsulate how the book made me feel, or really any of the themes at all. I think they missed the entire point and just thought the 80s glam and a driving soundtrack would make it work, and unfortunately it did not. But I'm getting way off track here. Now, while I can go on and on about this, and I think I might at another time because this is bringing up the, the passion heckles on the back of my neck, and I want to dive deeper into this. I also really want to start hearing and digesting everyone else's answers for what they consider the worst movie ever. And again, more importantly, why they think that way. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll hear what everyone considers as the worst movie ever. My name is Sean, and I am from Chicago. What is the worst movie you've ever seen, and why do you consider it bad? Oh, man. You know what? It, just because this was just like a fresh conversation I was just having with somebody. So I'm re-watching Phase 3 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I was just talking about, like, you know, Incredible Hulk, the one with Edward Norton. Mm -hmm. And... You know, like it wasn't like awful, but like most a lot of people like didn't like didn't enjoy it. But I was like, yo, nothing is worse than Hulk starring Eric Bana. That movie was like so terrible. Like I remember being in the movie theater and like watching 
people like after 30 minutes into the movie watching like people just sporadically leaving the movie theater and i'm just like yo i paid this ticket i'm just gonna watch it till the end but god damn was that a horrible movie um so yeah i i I, right now just because it's just fresh in my mind i would say like the movie hulk starring eric banna was probably one of the worst movies um it was just poorly shot poorly delivered uh, the storyline was god awful. The cinematography was horrible. Uh, they tried to do like their comic book, like split screen, square scenes, whatever. And it was just, there was the action. Everything was just terrible in that movie. Um, but, you know, that that's just off the top of my head because I just had that fresh conversation. My name is Michael and I'm a photographer, videographer in the Naperville area. I hate slapstick videos or movies. Um, I guess, you know, a movie that I saw a couple years ago that I really didn't like. I didn't like the Three Stooges. I just felt like, like if I was 12, I'd still enjoy it. But now at the age I am, like, I just feel bad because I know like that hurts as an adult to say, just get slapped in the face and, and do it on TV. Like, what self-respecting person does that? But obviously they made millions. And if someone paid me millions to get slapped in the face, bro, I'd be there tomorrow. Is that why you consider it bad to be more consciously aware of the physical pain? I mean, yeah, a little bit of that, a little bit of like kind of what you're doing here with your life. And some people enjoy it because they can use it as existential feelings. Like they can be in the position where the guy's slapping them in the face and they may not say they do, but I feel very intrinsic about this, which is that when you watch things like that on TV, you ultimately are using it as an escapism for things that you really want to do in your life. Like you want to slap your boss and part of you feels like you want to be the, your boss is the three stooges and you want to slap them. And I'm just using this as an example, but realistically we're going to project our emotions and our feelings onto characters like that because that's how we really feel in our life. And if you took a mirror and you realized that that's what was going on, you would be really upset that you're watching this movie because at the end of the day, you went home realizing the person in the screen did the thing you couldn't do in real life. We are Lauren and Ryan, and we are from Chicago, Illinois. Daddy's Home. <laughs> My worst movie that I've ever seen was Daddy's Home with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I like that one. It was slapstick comedy at its best. That's terrible. And then there was the second one with, uh, what's his name in it? Uh, Will yeah. Ferrell is in both of them. Yeah, but the, the other one had uh, the, the crazy guy. Uh, terrible. It was a terrible movie. Anyway. What about um, you, Ray? Gosh, I think... Uh, probably the worst movie I've ever seen is uh, The Village by M. Night Shyamalan. Um, you know, it was really, really hyped up. We were all super psyched. It was going to be this really, really great you know, movie. And of course, the twist at the end where it's like there are no things out there. They're just, you know, they're isolated away from the world in this village. Like it just didn't really play out as a horror movie for me. It, you know, even the scares that they did trying to lead up to it are not that great. So, yeah, that movie kind of sucked. So, Lauren, you said uh, Daddy's Home? Is, is that it? Yes. Now, Ryan explained why, but I need you. Why 
Is Daddy's Home the worst movie you've ever seen? Uh, Daddy's Home was terrible because it just was terrible male slapstick for me. We tried to get the kids involved and all of us were just kind of staring at each other. I don't, you know what, you're right. I, I really don't have the, ble- the best explanation to why it was terrible. It just was like, I remember watching it and it just didn't make any sense to me. And obviously I feel like it's more male humor, um, but we got the whole family to watch it. And at the time it was just, you're like, this is not funny at all. My name is Stella and I'm from Chicago. What's the worst movie you've ever seen and why do you think it's bad? Oh my God. These are so many great questions and I have no answers. I'm like the most boring person. Um, The worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, why can't I think about this? The worst movie. What's yours? Mm -hmm. We'll find out when the edit's done. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Um, The worst movie I've ever seen. Okay. I kind of I like it and I want to I want to sound like I'm a geek because I am a geek in certain ways. But there's a movie called Helvetica mm-hmm. that my husband made me watch with him. And I, I love it in certain ways, but it is the most boring movie <laughs> ever. <laughs> I fell asleep watching it. Um, and we were we were like not married or engaged at the time. And I wanted it to seem really impressive. So I tried to stay awake and I just couldn't do it. I think you can make a documentary way better, but it's a good concept. My name is Brandon. I'm from Elgin, Illinois. Ooh, there's so many bad ones out there. Uh, Let's see, worst movie. Now, are we talking just my personal perspective of worst or are we talking in a conventional sense or or how are we defining worst? Because there are some really bad movies out there that I like, even though they're horrible. So if we're, if we're going for worst because of maybe an emotional response, uh, it would have to be a toss up between uh, episode nine of star Wars or ready player one. Uh, And why for both of them is I love the source material and the direction they chose to go. uh, I felt wasn't worthy of the original material. So for Star Wars, the the original trilogy, I felt the the newest round was uh, each one seemed to get worse and didn't really seem to do justice to the universe that was created by Lucas uh, all those years ago. Ready Player One, same same idea. It's the book spoke to me on on a very uh, nerdy level. You know, the whole basement, uh, sitting around playing D&D, you know, surrounded by NES cartridges. And when the movie took out aspects of that, when they made a lot of things happenstance, they, they really they really messed up uh, what was a wonderful work, in, in my opinion. And they took out all the touching points uh, of the book, all those, those classical 80s nerd culture ideas and they replaced them with window dressing and that really bothered me the the whole the the whole the the universe really that 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 he he created there again going back to the basement i thought that was quintessential 80s nerd you know playing whether you know for me it was playing D or video games uh you know like the old nes or super nintendo uh, or whatever but that that basement surrounded by nerd 
was vital, mm-hmm. I think, to the story. And in the movie, when they changed that to a like a garage where somebody's building, no, 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 no. You, you just, you just one of the most important yep. parts of the book. I felt. Uh, because this, the, these guys are nerds, you know, even though they're in the future, these guys are nerds wrapping themselves in the eighties and they're, they're, they're living what we lived. Uh, it just in a virtual world in the future, but they're, they're still sort of reliving what we live day to day. And they took all of that out of the movie. They ripped that out of the movie. And when they did that, that just, I mean, there's a lot of other problems I have with the movie as well, but that, to me, you know, taking that basement out was was one of the biggest mistakes they made. My name is Zach, but I live in Fort Worth, Texas. I would have to say the worst movie I've ever seen would probably be Dinner with Schmucks. Um, I don't like Steve Carell's comedy at all. I think he's a good actor, but his comedy is trash. I do like The Office. Um, I didn't like how they portrayed, I guess, schmucks or people with special needs in that movie. So that's one thing that I will never watch is Dinner with Schmucks. Oh, what is the worst movie I have ever seen? I have issue with that because I have seen some really bad movies, but been in so enjoyed them. Um... And then I've seen some movies that have been critically acclaimed and just absolutely hated, like wanting to, like they were Coyote Ugly movies, like not the movie Coyote Ugly, like ugly enough that you want to just chew your arm off and get out of there. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? I'm going to say it. And fuck you if you don't like it. I did not like The Joker. I thought it was a good movie about, you know, mental health and stuff like that, but it should not have been called The Joker and had anything to do with whatever. If you like The Joker, I hope you uh, are more aware of mental health issues, but you also were totally had. You were expecting some cute little Harley Quinn Joker silliness and stuff like that, and you got Dave needs to pick his script up from the med- from the doctor. <laughs> So, hope you enjoy it. You got had. <laughs> I'm a little angry about that one. <laughs> it's probably because it hit a little close to home. I was like, this is like shit I go through. <laughs> Dude needs to quit being a pussy. <laughs> My name is M. I am from Chicago. Okay, uh, Starship Troopers, <laughs> I think is the one I complain about the most that I'm like, I want my, I want my life back. I wasn't raised with science fiction or, or fantasy or um, anything like that. And so I married someone who loves it. And, <laughs> and so he had me watch this movie. And I was like, what in the hell? Like, you know, it was, I couldn't even I'm like, no, it was it was so bad. I hated it. And I still, I mean, it was like, I don't know, decades ago. And I still will throw that one up like, oh, no, you made me watch Starship Troopers. You're going to sit through this, you know? So, yeah, it's that that one. That one in Spaceballs probably would be my second, my second one. Yeah. <laughs> I can literally hear the people's eyes rolling right now. I know. I'm okay I, with that. Like, I'm, I'm at peace. 
I'm at peace with the fact that I am not in the minor, in the majority. So you said that you didn't grow up with sci-fi, but what makes this what makes Starship Troopers that go-to movie that you just you think is bad? Um I don't remember because I blocked a lot of it out, but um, I I would say that uh, the storyline and the acting would be the, you know, would probably be it. Hello, my name's Dan. Uh, I'm a cartoonist, mixed media artist from Cambridge, UK. What's the worst movie you've ever seen and why would you consider it bad? Uh, well, that's a tough question. I like some bad movies. <laughs> so it depends on how you define them bad. How do, how do you define bad? Something I couldn't sit through and really dis, just didn't enjoy, probably the Spice Girls movie. <laughs> just felt uncomfortable watching it. It was just proper shit show. I always forget that that was a movie. Yeah. Until someone reminds me of it. Yeah, it's one of them burying the deep in the back part of your mind and forget about. So you picked Spice Girls. Yeah. Why is it a bad movie to you? It's just everything about it was just wrong. From the writing, the making, just didn't enjoy it. And I, I like bad movies, you know. My name is Rob, and I am from the Midwest in America. Oh, God. And I love bad movies. Um, But the first one that comes to mind is the movie, what was originally called Vulcanvania, and then they changed the name to Nothing But Trouble. It's one with Dan Aykroyd. Yes. And I know a lot of people now are like, oh, that movie's awesome because it's so bad. It is not awesome because it's so bad. It's terrible. And I remember when I first watched it, I thought, I'm going to give it a pass because it's Dan Aykroyd. And I think John Candy's in it. Like, this is going to be funny, even if it's bad. It's not. It's not. It is abysmal. And it makes no sense and not in a good way. And like I said, I like... I like bad cinema. I like really highbrow cinema. This should be in the trash bin. Not worth even watching. Uh, side note, I actually quote that movie all the time. It's hot garbage, man. I am Chris, and I am from Chicago. Wow, you know, that's a really hard one because I've realized that lately I'm doing a really good job at just curating my movie experiences to only watch things that are critically acclaimed or have won an Oscar. Mm. But let's see, bad movies. I tried watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with my girlfriend a few weeks ago. And I think 20 minutes into the movie, we just looked at each other and we're like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. And then she asked, is there any way, like, can we just smoke some weed? Maybe this will get better. And I try not to encourage too much weed consumption in our relationship, but it's one of the times that I'm like, you know what? Absolutely. Like, let's do the thing. It'll make this movie a lot better. And I think I disliked it so much because it didn't feel like it was going anywhere. And I know at the end from hearing it from friends that eventually like the ending twist is good and the movie pays off. But up until that one hour mark, it was not going anywhere. And so as far as recent movies go, I would name that my least favorite. 
My name is Sarah. I'm a visual storyteller and culinary maven, and I'm from a podunk town in Iowa. What is the worst movie you've ever seen, and what makes it bad? Oh. Oh, worst movie. I don't see a lot of movies these days, which sounds crazy considering what we're going through. Um, last, uh, not, um, Rise of Skywalker. Um, I, I think that between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, I think, uh, I think the franchise was just pooped on. And, um, and especially now that after the fact, Disney is backpedaling and trying to, to, um, to rewrite everything after the fact and kind of fill in those gaps and holes without having conveyed that in the movie. And I think that's extremely lazy uh, storytelling and, and filmmaking. You should never have to explain a movie after the fact, unless, uh, unless you were confirming things that people already could already figure out in the movie. And I think that was a massive mistake. Are there others that I could think of? Yes, but that's the first, those are the first that pop up in my mind. <laughs> my name is John. I am from the West suburbs of Chicago. I mean, I remember I walked out of Urban Legend 2 Final Cut, but <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what it was just like intolerable, but I don't really remember anything about it. Um, I feel like there's something on the edge of my, on the edge of my tongue here. I hate the movie Amelie, which is a much beloved French movie. Right. And it's not because I'm one of these guys who can't read subtitles. Like I totally am down with foreign films, but there's uh like a magical realism to the film Amelie that fills me with disgust uh, of, of like this girl. If uh, Google it, IMDb it guys, like, you know, this girl who's just like stuck in her own little universe. And she's just like, Oh, she cracks the little creme brulee with a spoon. And she just gets, has basically an orgasm because of the sensory stimulation. And I'm just like, I hate this. I, fucking hate everything so Amelie my name is Mark Allen Fishman I am from Homewood Illinois are we going for bad bad movies like movies I wish I'd never seen or so bad they're good movies this is up to your interpretation, sir. Got it. Okay. I'm going to actually go on a limb and say the worst movie I've ever seen, one that I never wish to see again, um, and will likely get me in trouble with people. Hackers. Um, with Angelina Jolie. It was so bad that I've literally wiped the experience from my mind, only save for the fact that I remember how badly I hate the movie Hackers. Like... There was something about the way in which like the, the techno babble was just so awful and not in like the, you know, reverse polarity Star Trek way, but in the, we're going to show a Macintosh screen with an obvious PC chassis running some kind of graphic user interface that doesn't exist. And we're going to keep using 
wrong catchphrases like smash the mainframe and uh, whatever it was, I remember basically wishing for an aneurysm on the couch while it was going on. So I've talked to people in the past who dislike the movie Hackers because of the inauthentic everything about the movie. How far down the rabbit hole of inaccuracy does Hackers actually lie? I don't know, but it must have been bad enough because, like I said, I don't remember anything about the movie (laughs) except that I was watching it and it's a rarity that I am compelled to speak over a movie. And I did it so much that the company I was in politely requested me to leave. And uh, it was my house. So I told them to fuck off. To be fair, those same jackholes, also good one, uh, talked through waking life and fuck those people for that. My name is Brett and I'm a writer and a musician and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. The worst movie I've ever seen, I think, in my life is The Last Jedi. It's the eighth film in a Star Wars series. It bears only passing resemblance to the seven films that preceded it. The characters aren't... They're the same characters, the name. They look like the same characters. They're played by the same characters. They don't behave like the same characters. The rules of the universe are different. The morals of the universe are different. Everything is different. It's like this weird, bizarro film. And uh, it it went out of its way to tell you that the seven films that preceded it were garbage and that they were bad and wrong and the characters sucked and everything you learned and loved about those films sucked. And I've, I don't think I've ever seen a meaner film, uh, you know, done with a more mean spirit and that culturally caused or, or came with such a vicious sort of hatred for anybody who pointed the fact that it was trash out. So that is far and away, I think, the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. This is Albert. I am an operations manager from Savannah, Georgia. The worst movie I've ever seen, honestly, is Blair Witch 2. It just didn't make any sense. I saw the first one. The first one was great. Um, it left me really scared. You didn't, I didn't know that it was like mockumentary, but the, um, the second one was just set up like some Alfred Hitchcock type of stupid thing and didn't make any sense. It just, it didn't follow the same formula that made it great. I think paranormal activity, uh, followed the same formula and that's why that did so well. And they were able to make three or four of them the exact same way. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good model to use. My name is Marie, and I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. The most recent example of the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, I mean, I don't want to hate, but I really did not like Suicide Squad. Um, oh. <laughs> um. I think especially since I am a fan of the comics, I think they pushed it. I think 
that they could have gone in a different direction with it. I think they were trying to follow a formula of other films that have been successful in the past, which is fine, but they overdid it, especially with the music soundtrack. Mm. I think they kind of overdid. It seemed like every five seconds there was like a new song or not every five seconds, but as soon as one song ended, another song would begin of like a popular like pulp culture song. And that took away from the story, in my opinion. So do you think if they would have chosen different music, do you think the movie would have been more engaging? Potentially. I I mean, there are other issues. Like I am definitely one of the people who I, I did not enjoy the new Joker in Suicide Squad. There are other parts of the story that I think could have been improved too. But I'm also someone where there's there's those bad good movies too, where it's like, I know this is bad, but I love it anyway. I think that could have had a chance of being one of those movies if like they could have just tweaked a few things. I think the soundtrack would have been one of those things. My name is Potato Johnson, and I am from Crystal Lake, Illinois. What is the worst movie you've ever seen, and why do you consider it bad? Here's the question. Worst as in walked out of, or worst as in most enjoyable? Um, Let's see. The absolute worst movie I've ever seen. Okay. Double Down, I think, is quite possibly the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I've seen a lot of bad movies. It was just completely incoherent. And yet at the same time had some sort of storyline and Neil Breen's balls floating in the pool. It's just terrible. Um, there's, and, and the thing is it was bad and it demands your attention, but it's not particularly enjoyable. I'm not going to lie. It made me really happy that someone else out there kind of felt the same way I did about a couple certain movies. Stories make us feel a little more connected to the world. Even if they're really bad stories, you can still connect and laugh together. Like, no matter what's happening to you or how alone you might feel, even in your taste of film, you're not alone. We're all in this big story called life together. Even if sometimes, This story is not the greatest. Do you have a story about the worst movie you've ever seen? I would love to hear it. Send me an email or a voicemail clip to behindeverystory at gmail.com and we'll play it on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us here on Behind Every Story. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast streaming app or sharing our podcast to your friends and family. Or like always, just hand it out to random people just to see what their opinion of their worst movie is. Is it the same as yours? Tell me. We love to connect with others and to hear what you guys have to say. So be sure to like us and follow us on Facebook at Behind Every Story Podcast to stay up to date on all our new episodes. And you can always find us on BehindEveryStory.com. Great stories make the world a 
smaller and more intimate place. Thank you to all the storytellers out there, big and small. And thank you to our guests this episode, Al, Brett, Bob, Brandon, Chris, Chris, Daniel, John, Lauren and Ryan, M, Mark, Marie, Michael, Potato Johnson, Rob, Sarah, Stella, Sean and Zach. I've been your storyteller, Jason Osterkamp, and it's been a pleasure sitting around the campfire with you discussing bad movies. This is just my dream come true. Join us again next time when we get to discuss when is it acceptable, if ever, to break the law and why, as we ask everyone this question on Behind Every Story. Every Story.